everybody want to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Imagine making a difference. No, imagine being the difference. The difference between I can't and I can or I won't and I will. The reason someone chooses to wake up and strive for greatness. In life, it can feel like everything is working against you. Let's defy all odds and break generational curses. This is Overstepping Poverty with Daquan and Zacchaeus. Welcome to Overstepping Poverty. This is the podcast that will give you tips, tricks, and hacks on how you can overstep poverty. My name is Zakia Shaw, joined by my co-host, Daquan Brooks. How are you doing today, Daquan? Man, I'm doing fantastic. We are finally able to get this up and running. It's 2023. This is our year. This is our year. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for where this is going to take us. I'm excited for the information that we're going to be able to provide for really everyone, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in poverty, it doesn't matter, you know, what kind of life situation you're in currently, the information that we're going to provide, it's going to be valuable to everyone. And that's what I want. I want to see change. You know, there's, there's so many pieces of the pie. Mm -hmm. I want everyone to have their slice. I agree, man. Yeah, I'm super excited about starting this podcast. I know there's a lot of information and knowledge that You know, you've picked up along your journey as well as myself. And I think it's important for people to understand we're not a finished product yet. You know, we're not where we want to be completely yet. So I think it's important for our followers and the listeners to understand that we're in the same spot as far as wanting to get better, wanting to change our lives for the better. So I'm super excited about that, man. You know, getting into this, I just kind of wanted to give a little bit of a rundown on who I am, let people know who I am so they have a better understanding of that. So like I said earlier, my name is Zacchaeus Shaw. You know, I'm a lot of things. I'm a father. I'm a husband, son. I have siblings. For my career, I'm a loan officer with Cross Country Mortgage here in Sioux Falls. So I help people uh, with their goals of buying a home. And I also coach football at a middle school here in Sioux Falls. So That's uh, one of my passions. And really, my passion is helping people, you know, realize things about themselves that maybe they didn't realize before or achieve those goals that they didn't really think were possible, you know. And a lot of times in life, we just need people to pull us up a little bit, you know, help us out along the way. So, you know, growing up, I felt that that was what I needed someone that was going to be able to, you know, push me and bring the best out of me. So, I look to do that for other people as well. Growing up, I had two parents in the house, you know, so I was definitely blessed with that. But I am a product of teen pregnancy, majority of my life without knowing who my biological father was. So these were some challenges that I dealt with, but I never used those things as excuses, you know, because I would be blind to not be able to see, you know, all the blessings that I have in my life, the people that I have in my life. And I'm just extremely blessed to be here today with you and, you know, in the position that I am in. I have a wonderful, wonderful wife named Jenna, who I've been with for around 10 years, which is crazy. This year, we're going on our fifth year of marriage, which is also awesome. Um, And then we have a 19-month-old son named Zaire. So, you know, he's got a great personality 
And like I mentioned before, my amazing support system with, you know, family and friends. Absolutely. Yeah, man. What about you? Well, one, I appreciate you sharing that with us. There's, there's a lot of people who don't know exactly who we are. We're vulnerable right now. As far as the information that we're putting out there, we're going on social media and we're providing something that other people typically keep to themselves, you know, and for you to just kind of tell everyone exactly how you grew up, where you came from, you know, and who the person you are today. And, and there's one thing we cannot forget the steps that we go through, it makes us the individuals we are today. And I think you're a great individual. I think I'm a great individual. So really to start on myself again, my name is Daquan Brooks. I am a finance manager at Billion Toyota. Love my job, love my career. I have a very strong woman beside me. That's my wife, Megan Brooks. I can honestly say where I'm at today, she she has helped me grow as an individual. And there's a lot of barriers that I have put up in my life. And it kind of starts back to when I was younger. There's a lot of things that I don't remember when I was younger. And that's because I was in a bad situation. I decided to cut those things off, you know, for me to really kind of tell my story about it or give you a lot of information about it. I'm, I'm being vulnerable, you know, and that's exactly what we're here for. When I was younger, I was in a foster home. I was actually passed from foster home to foster home. I never really found like a, a true place where I could call home at that time. So that was tough for me. But the nice thing that I had is, is I had my sister um, with me during that time. So when she was with me, I felt like my home was next to her. So it didn't matter exactly who my parents were at the time. It didn't matter who my foster parents were at the time, you know, or whoever else I had in my family. I had my sister at that time. One day we were separated from, from each other. Foster home that honestly was like a prison to me. And the reason that I say that is, is because I don't believe that the parents truly wanted to foster us. I think we were set in that home. And they were just kind of there to, to get us to our next home, you know. And so what would happen is we'd be sitting at, at the dinner table and we're sitting around eating. They had a few other children. And if I said something that didn't, they didn't like, they'd send me upstairs. And I didn't have a room. It was an attic. They'd send me upstairs in the attic. I vividly remember being afraid of the dark, you know. And the reason that I was afraid of the dark, everyone says it. You're, you're not afraid of the dark because it's dark, but you're afraid of the dark because you don't know exactly what's around you or what's in there. And they enjoyed that. So what they did is they would lock me into the attic and they turn off the light and the light was a switch at the very top. And I'd sit there, I'd cry, I'd try and bang on the door or anything like that. And like I said, it felt like a prison. And so then when they took my sister away from me, it only got worse. It only got worse because she was no longer there. She was my older sister. She was my pretty much my guardian angel going forward. My, our lives actually brought us back together. Um, we were adopted into a family of sisters and brothers and that actually two of my other uh, siblings were also adopted into the family they were adopted by the brother. We were adopted by the sister. And so then we became cousins. Unfortunately, that wasn't my last home. I wish it was, you know, cause I felt like I had everything. I had not only my big sister there with me, but I also had my cousins as well. But like I said, unfortunately, it was not my last home. I ended up leaving that home when I was 15, uh, during the middle of high school, during the middle of my growth, you know, and I just felt like my family at the time had stepped out on me. My mom, she was a hardworking woman at the time. She was a hardworking woman, but I think she bit off more than she could chew because 
She had a, quite a few family members in the house. And I didn't get the the loving, the care, the the mom that everyone usually thinks that they should have at that point in time. You know, there was never someone that was with me that would come to my games or anything like that. It was it was my friends that would come to my games with me and their parents. You know, I think one thing I vividly remember is the day that I left, I actually got into a fight with my my sister. And one thing I learned when I was younger is I really learned to use my mind to, you know, my brain to really fight my battles. And so what I would do is I would use psychology um, on my sisters to really get back at them because, you know, they're girls. I didn't want to hit them or anything like that. That's, that's just not exactly what I was, what I was about. And also I probably would have gotten my, my butt kicked every single time I got into a fight with them. You know, the last thing I do remember is, is that my sister did turn on me and she, she grabbed a knife and she swung at me with a knife and she cut me. And I, I looked at my mom and I, t- I asked her, I said, are you really going to allow her to do that? You know, it's, that's, that becomes life or death, you know, when it comes to that there. And she looked at me and she said, you brought this on yourself. And I said, okay, well, then I'm going to leave. And she didn't stop me. You know, any other mother, I feel like, probably would stop you when it comes to that. I packed up my suitcase, which was a, a white basket, packed all my clothes in it. It fit all in that white basket. And I actually brought me to where I am today, the family that I'm with today. And I'm super grateful of it because it really built me, who I am today. You know, it, it gave me a good structure, a good backbone, you know. So when it comes to... Being able to talk to people about overstepping poverty, I think I went through a lot of it, and I think I can really, really relate to how others can move forward, whether it's financially, educational, you know. And I know that there's a lot of time in the world where you feel like you're alone, and I want this podcast to be for people that if you are feeling alone or if you just need information, you can come to this podcast and you can receive that because that's what we're here for as humans, as as just us two individuals, that's exactly what we're here for. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's a little bit about me. I, I know I kind of rambled on a bit there, but um, I felt like that needed to be said because there's there's a lot of individuals right now that are asking like, what do these people know exactly about overstepping poverty? Right. You know, and no one knows my background. So right now they just see really who I am today. And I think I built, I built not just me, but my friends and my family around me, they, they help build a good man, you know? So, so yeah, so it's, it's exciting to be here and I'm just, I'm super, super, super grateful that we have this opportunity and the positions that we're in to spread this knowledge and really give other people information that they really, really need. Yeah. I think with a lot of the your experiences and your background and really seeing you transform over the years, I think that that is important because you'll be able to reach a lot of different people that have been in similar situations as you have. And then on my side of things, it's really the same thing. I'll be able to reach people that have gone through similar situations as myself. So no, I'm really excited. I think uh, and I appreciate, you know, you being vulnerable and sharing that because I think that's one of the first times I've heard the entire story. So being vulnerable, I think, is where we should head with this, mm-hmm. because over the last three years, I would say, dating back to probably the beginning of COVID, I think for everybody, we just say when COVID started, mm-hmm. you know, but when that time came and we had time, you know. We people were shut down. 
Well, I currently, or at that time, I was working in the school district. School was shut down in March, so we didn't have work, but we were still being paid. And I think that empty time really gave me the opportunity to start on my path of self growth and start learning who I am. And where I'm going with that is, I started to realize that I had to be vulnerable. I had to, you know, let people, hey, I don't know everything. I need help with this. Or I had to open up about how I was feeling about things within my relationships so that we could strengthen those relationships. And unfortunately, sometimes we had to cut some relationships. And being vulnerable gives you the opportunity to grow. Because if you're not uncomfortable and you're just comfortable, there's no opportunity to get better because you're not going to do anything extra for you. You know, being vulnerable is tough. And I think that's for me as well. Thinking back to, I want to talk about going into college for you. Because at that point, you had found your family, some stable time with them, and then you went off to college. What is that like for somebody that kind of came from the background that you came from? Did it give you like an edge, did you feel like? I'm not going to lie. I've... I would say that I have had a fight or flight mentality my entire life. And actually there was one point in my relationship, you know, currently with my, with my wife where it became a problem because I always had my guards up and she's actually someone that, I mean, I found to be, to be able to let my guard down, you know? So going to college, I felt like the world was against me from my background. I felt that I was already set up for failure when I was going through college, it kind of it kind of gave me a chip on my shoulder. So what that helped me do is it, it helped me really achieve what I wanted to achieve. It helped me break through goals and barriers that I never thought I could break through. I never really had someone uh, as I was younger and growing up that would teach me, you know, the, the basics of school. It was something that I had to learn on my own. When I got to college, that was that was a tough barrier for me to break. But the nice thing about it is, is I had friends, I had family around me that if I ever needed anything, I could go to them. I remember back in college and it was during my math course and I was I was a collegiate athlete and I had to pass this course to continue being, you know, in track. And I was on my last attempt. I had failed the final test two times and I had one more attempt to pass that test and I called up my my mom and I, I explained to her I'm like I don't know if I can do this I think I'm gonna fail you know I'm worried and there's one saying that she always would tell me all the time when I, when I was in sports anything like that she would say Daquan worrying is praying for what you don't want and that resonated with me and I, and ever since then you can ask anyone. I'm, I don't worry anymore. I don't. And the reason for that is, is because I feel like we, we have a path, you know, we can create our own path, but at the end of the day, the Lord knows exactly where we're going to end up, but it is our decision on how we get there. And so it, it really helped me that that saying I've, I've gone by that my entire life and it helped me graduate college as well as my efforts, of course. How about for you? Are I do believe you are the first of your family to graduate college. Is that correct? It is not correct. Nope. So I have, so my grandma, she was um, a lawyer and a judge. And then my mother, she went to um, STI and that's how she got her degree. First male? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't really know my biological father's side, so I don't know what comes from that side of me, you know. I recently got my DNA test to figure all that stuff out. So that was really uh, cool too, but that's besides the point, you know. As far as kind of having a chip, I've always kind of felt like I didn't fit in. You know, I, I knew a lot of people, I had friends, but I never really felt like I fit in completely. That was a challenge, you know, growing up, I lived here in Sioux Falls. I also lived in Las Vegas for eight years. So I went to elementary, middle school and some high school in Vegas. And that molded me in a different way. And it gave me a different perspective. So when my family moved back to Sioux Falls towards the end of high school, I had a perspective from a kid that grew up in Vegas, really. So coming here, that was really my edge. I was able to learn in Vegas going to three different middle schools, how to move really out there. There's a lot there, you know, there's different problems out there than there are here. I wouldn't worry really walking down pretty much any street in Sioux Falls. If I'm going to run into a gang of people and have to worry about getting jumped, you know, there you cross the street. When you see a group of people ahead of you at a distance, you know, you just learn how to move. So when I got here, I think that kind of rubbed people the wrong way, some confidence and and just, you know, something that they haven't really been experienced with. So that's kind of my edge, and that's kind of what pushed me and and helped me with my perspective on being able to communicate and talk with people. Yes, yeah, so Zach, again, we all appreciate you being vulnerable and you telling us about you. I really hope that our viewers take time to really listen to what we're saying and not cut out any of the parts that we're that we're saying. We've gone through some stress, but it's made exactly who we are today. And it only is going to continue to help us build further and further and become more successful because we're hungry for it. Really, what I just want this podcast to be is a way to bring people together. It can be information-based, educational, whether it's finances, anything like that. That's exactly kind of what we're going for. With that being said, we also want to make sure that this is very informative. So we, we want to share with people exactly the five ways that they can become more successful and take the next step over poverty. So why don't you just go ahead and start and give us one of those ways? Yeah, I would say the first way is through education or skill development. You know, coming out of high school, society puts a lot of pressure on people thinking that they have to go the college route. And being a four-year bachelor degree graduate, I don't think that's the only path. In fact, I don't think it's the best path for most people. There's definitely options with local tech schools, vocational schools, going to be a plumber or a welder, getting into any other industry like that. For me, getting into mortgage, I had to pass a national mortgage license test, studied 20 hours for it, and that was it. And it gets me into a career that can really help change my life and provide for my family. So there's a lot of options out there with skills and education. Absolutely. And kind of to build off of that as well, the next way is going to be networking as well as building relationships. There is one saying that everyone says, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And that's the truth. It's not 100%, but it's it's almost there as far as that. So you need to make sure that you are connecting with people. 
And you, and again, this, you have to be vulnerable when you are, because you have to let that wall down and you have to allow people into your life that you have no idea exactly what they're capable of, but that's on you to really learn that just network, build relationships. It's going to, it's going to really bump you up the next level in your life. And it's going to take you a lot further than you really can expect. Yeah. I saw something on that. Grant Cardone said it. He was like, it's not always who, you know, but who knows you. I like that. Yeah. I like, you know, cause you got to get in position and be top of mind for people so that when they see you, they know who you are. They maybe have never even met you. Right. But putting yourself out there, being vulnerable. I really, I liked when he said that. So I thought I would share that. The next tip that I really love is entrepreneurship. You know, a lot of times, whether somebody's getting out of prison or, you know, maybe they didn't graduate high school or whatever situation it may be. Entrepreneurship is an opportunity for them. It's where you're able to really start your own business or start your own hustle to help provide for yourself and your family and not worry about having to have a boss. I know that a nine to five is not for everybody because it's not for me. Again, going back to the school thing, there's more than one option. It's not just college. It's not just school, but definitely do something that's going to help you provide for yourself and be self-sufficient so you're not relying on other people or the government. As well as saving and budgeting. That is huge when you are taking the next steps to overstep poverty. Just practicing good financial management habits, such as saving money, creating a budget, and avoiding debt as much as you can. You know, whether it's consolidating debt and just paying towards you know, your debt as much as you can or as, as little as you can, as long as you are paying to that. There is going to be an episode that we're going to discuss, and that's going to be a, how valuable credit is. It's something that we didn't learn when we were in high school. You know, we learned how to write checks. We didn't learn exactly how to cash them or if we were cashing those checks, how to pay back our bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be something very important. I think it's it's definitely crucial, again, to taking the next step over poverty. For sure. And then the last one here is seeking out a mentor. So even for people that have positive role models in their lives, those may be their mentors. They may not. Um, but it's important to get an understanding of maybe what you're trying to do in life. And then go out in your community and find somebody that you feel is doing that. And then approach them. You know, ask them for coffee. Ask them for a five-minute conversation. And try to build a relationship with that person. Because if they're in the shoes that you want to be in, they've been through the hard stuff. You know, it's not easy getting to those spots. So, again, be vulnerable. Get out there try and connect with people that you respect and that can take you a long way. Absolutely. Well, thank you to all of our viewers for taking the time to really listen to exactly what we have to say today here. Uh, We will be providing you guys with tips, tricks, and hacks every Friday. We will drop this podcast here. If you like exactly what we're talking about, please, please go ahead and give us a like. Follow us on every network that you can. Share this with your friends as well as your family. We appreciate you. Again, Daquan Brooks. And Zakia Shaw. Don't forget to subscribe and follow. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Overstepping Poverty. We hope you found this week's discussion informative and thought provoking. We know that tackling poverty is a complex issue, but by working together and understanding the root causes, we can make progress towards creating a more equitable society. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family and don't forget to subscribe to our show. Until next time, let's take the next steps in 
overstepping poverty.